Hello and welcome back to the Daily Bible Reading Show. We're looking at Acts chapter 18. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth, and he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to leave Rome. He went to see them, and because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked, for they were tent makers by trade. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and tried to persuade Jews and Greeks. Um, he found some friends, uh, some friends that were trade, people who worked like him in tent making, meaning he made tents. <laughs> literally, he literally, you know, made kind of stuff that you go camping with. I guess they didn't just use it for camping, but nonetheless, he was a tradesperson. He worked with his hands and he used it to make money and the money that he used to do mission. You know, this is a guy who didn't um, have enough, you know, support as it were, but uh, he had his skills. He used every opportunity to fund, you know, the work that he did for the gospel. And that's a good thing. You know, it's it just worth saying that that is a real thing. You know, people do do that, you know, in mission, they find the work and then in the time that they have outside of work, they do mission, they use the money they get from work to do mission and that's, that's honorable, that's actually a good thing. I think Paul does this also with the principle of being able to offer the gospel for free. You know, he doesn't want to say that you're paying me to do this, but there's a kind of nobility in being able to work for something that uh, God has given us. Uh, to give away for free. And it just shows how valuable it is, uh, ministry, and how worth it is to um, give your life to it, including your work. Yeah, so verse 5, when Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was occupied with the word testifying to the Jews that the Christ was Jesus. And when they opposed and reviled him, not surprising. <laughs> I mean, he's been facing opposition everywhere he goes. So you almost expect this to happen when they opposed and reviled him, verse 6. He shook out his garments and said to them, Your blood be on your own heads. I'm innocent. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. And he left them there and went to the house of a man named Titius Justus, a worshiper of God. His house was next door to the synagogue. That's so funny. He, he gets kicked out of the synagogue. Imagine someone getting kicked out of church. And then he plants another church next to this church <laughs> and, and this house is actually the church pastor so it shows that you know um, uh, he uses objection uses rejection as an opportunity you know it's their loss you know he did offer it to them he did give them every opportunity to respond to the gospel but even their rejection is an opportunity for others to receive uh, this gospel to receive this offer of eternal life. But it's still funny. Uh, the guy named Titius Jasper, Justice, a worshiper of God. Sorry, Crispus, verse 8, the ruler of the synagogue believed in the Lord and together with his whole household. So it's not that the guy's house is, um, it isn't that uh, Titius Justice is a pastor, but it's just at his house. But as a result of him planting this church, the pastor of the church that, pa that kicked him out becomes a follower of Jesus. <laughs> that, that's just insane. This is really, really funny, I think. And many of the Corinthians hearing Paul believed and were baptized. And the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision, 
Do not be afraid, but go on speaking. Uh, do not be silent, for I am with you, and no one will attack you and harm you, for I have many in this city who are my people. It's interesting that uh, Jesus appears to Paul and says, do not be afraid. Because just looking at this, looking at his success, looking at his tenacity, his willingness to do anything, you would think this is a guy who's very, very bold. He's just really able to deal with anything. But uh, in reality, I guess, you know, he gets discouraged as well. You know, he, even he, even Paul, even the great Apostle Paul, needs encouragement. And Jesus appears to him and says, don't be afraid. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep speaking. I'm with you and no one will attack you. And this assurance that, um, you know, he's not alone, um, that God sees what you're going through. Uh, you're not alone. There are other people who will be with you, who will support you. He says, I have many people in the city who are my people. And sometimes just that even the numbers, you know, you think that um, other people might think that you're doing well, but you might not be that encouraged with the fruit. And Jesus is just saying, you know, they are my people. They are the ones I'm bringing to myself. And just that reminder, I think, is just so helpful, so encouraging, so refreshing. Uh, verse 11, as a result, he stayed a year and six months teaching the word of God among them. So as a result, he remained there. And he, he took on this role of Bible teaching. That's like almost the foundation of building up the church, helping them to come and come to grips with the word of God, to hear it, to learn from it, to be taught from the Bible. That's uh, one and the same in what it means to be a church planter and to be a church pastor. You know, just build them up, build them up, build them up in the Bible. Verse 12, but when Gallio was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews made a united attack on Paul and brought him before the tribunal, saying, this man is persuading people to worship God contrary to the law, but when Paul was about to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, If it were a matter of wrongdoing or a vicious crime, O Jews, I would have reason to accept your complaint. But since it is a matter of questions about words and names of your own law, see to it yourselves. I refuse to be a judge of these kind of things. And he drove them from the tribunal, and they all seized Sosthenes, the ruler of the synagogue, and beat him. <laughs> in front of the tribunal, but Gallio paid no attention to any of this. <laughs> so funny. They beat up their pastor, <laughs> Sosthenes, the, the new ruler of the synagogue. So the last one already became a pastor. Sosthenes, the new, he probably instigated this whole thing, you know, let's get Paul into trouble, get, get him locked up, and that way we'll get our church back. But as a result, they get so upset with him, they beat him up. <laughs> By the way, I, I, don't, I don't know, it just came to mind. Sosthenes, very, very... Um, familiar name, I wonder, I wonder if I've seen it before. I might be wrong, I might be wrong, but I wonder if I've seen it somewhere before. Um, da, da, da. Crispus, Gaius, I'm looking at 1 Corinthians. I, I'm, I'm going to Google this. Yeah, let's see. Sosthenes, Sosthenes, I'm looking at it. Uh, in the Wikipedia, the synagogue of, ruler of Corinth. He was beaten up by the mob in the presence of Gallio. I'm looking at Wikipedia. And um, so, oh, he, they identify him as Sosthenes, our brother, uh, in 1, 1 Corinthians 1, 1 to 2. And yeah, um, 
Ta-da. Yeah, our brother Sassanese. Wouldn't it be so cool if this was the same Sassanese who was uh, referred by Paul to uh, in 1 Corinthians 1, you know, Sassanese, that <laughs> the guy got beat up. <laughs> that would be so funny. That would be so funny. But anyway, um, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, 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 it would be really funny. And not unlike God to do this kind of thing. Uh, where were we? 1 Corinthians chapter 18, uh, verse 18. After this, Paul stayed many days longer and then took leave of the brothers and set sail for Syria and with him Priscilla and Aquila. At Chancheria, he had, his, he had cut his hair for he was under a vow and he came to Ephesus and he left them there. But he himself went into the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When he asked them to stay for a longer period, he declined. But on taking leave of them, he said, I will return to you if God wills. And he set sail for Ephesus. When he had landed at Caesarea, he went up and greeted the church and then went down to Antioch. After spending some time there, he departed and went from one place to the next through the region of Galatia and Phrygia, strengthening all the disciples. Now, a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was an eloquent man competent in the scriptures he had been instructed in the way of the lord and being fervent in spirit he spoke and taught accurately the things concerning jesus though he knew only the baptism of john so this new guy comes into the scene this guy named apollos very brilliant speaker you know he was competent in scriptures he says he has been instructed in the way of the lord but there was something missing he only knew the baptism of john so verse 26, he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, but when Priscilla and Aquila, remember these are the two friends of Paul who were also tent makers, who then became mission partners with him, went around with him, and then they heard this new uh, evangelist, this new pastor speak about Jesus. Uh, when they heard him, they took him and explained to him uh, the way of God more accurately. And when he wished the cross to Achaia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples, to welcome him when he arrived he greatly helped those who through grace had believed for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public showing by the scriptures that Christ was Jesus so oh, to think of like a theme running through this um, this passage is friends you know friends and partners and just how that helps the mission grow you know Paul finds some friends just People who did the same trade at him, as him, you know, people who, you know, you, you know, if you work in computers, you have other geeky friends who are computers, computer geeks, or if you're working in, I don't know, you do YouTube, you know, find out friends who do YouTube, that kind of thing. But again, that becomes the basis for you to just uh, spend time together and just work together and say, hey, why don't we work as well in ministry? Do something together that will encourage one another. And... Um, it might, it might be as simple as just providing money, you know, finding support in, in the workplace. You know, they were just working a job and Paul was doing this in a very noble way to support himself in the gospel work. But when the people came and he was freed up for this, he went back into ministry, he went back to preaching, and then he brought these guys along with him. So friends with Aquila and Priscilla, but also friends with Apollos. So this is not involving Paul, but Aquila uh, and Priscilla meet this new, like new Paul, this new young guy who didn't quite understand the full picture of how Jesus fit 
into the picture his baptism especially i think that regeneration process that comes through believing in jesus they only he only knew the repentance side of things you know through john the baptist through his baptism of repentance and i think that completed a picture that strengthened this this brother and what i take away from this is just how gracious and how encouraging Priscilla and Quilla with, was with Apollos. Because here's a guy, they could have just said, you're wrong, you know, <laughs> just point out all the holes in his theology. But no, they wanted to build him up. They invited him, they took him, explained to him more accurately. It means I think they did this privately. They wanted him to see the big picture in a way that didn't shame him, but helped him to be built up. And as a result, <coughs> his ministry grew, he became uh, more effective. They even commended him to the other brothers and he was welcomed. Uh, and therefore, he was able to exercise his ministry even more effectively. And I, I think it shows that ministers need friends. You know, gospel uh, work is often built on relationships, on networks that really just encourage one another to go on. You don't, you're not trying to point out everyone's mistakes, but you're all obviously just trying to help each other grow, grow in their understanding and grow in your effectiveness growing your fruitfulness for Jesus. Yep, okay, all right. Um, that was Acts chapter 18, kind of random. <laughs> I do apologize for that. But really, really I need, I'm, I'm just really trying to get through this, trying to finish this, trying to cover all of Acts, and now put together something that's more simple, much more manageable as a kind of overview for the Philip Project is happening this coming Saturday. So I have still today to work on this. So more to come, more to come. Thank you for watching. Take care. And God bless.